0: Welcome to another life-impacting message from City Light Church, North Adelaide. You can find more great things like this at citylight.church slash North Adelaide. We're going to turn to Psalm 111, uh, which is on page 423, if you've got one of our local complimentary Bibles. Psalm 111. Praise the Lord. I will extol the Lord with all my heart, In the council of the upright and in the assembly great are the works of the lord they are pondered by all who delight in them glorious and majestic are his deeds and his righteousness endures forever he has caused his wonders to be remembered the lord is gracious and compassionate he provides food for those who fear him he remembers his covenant forever he has shown his people the power of his works giving them the lands of other nations and the works of his hands are faithful and just. All his precepts are trustworthy. They established forever and ever, enacted in faithfulness and uprightness. He provided redemption for his people. He ordained his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All who follow his precepts have good understanding. To him, belongs eternal praise our second reading is from the book of James in the New Testament Uh, James chapter 1 verse 2 and that's on page 845 Uh, consider it pure joy my brothers and sisters whenever you face trials of many kinds Because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Thanks very much, Sam.
1: Um, As Sam uh, takes his seat and as we're about to just think briefly about God's Word this morning, uh, I want you to turn to the people around you just really quickly and say, what is the one word that you would use to sum up 2020? One word... Challenge for me um, at least, but one word that you would use to summarize 2020. Have a quick chat to the person next to you. One word. Have a go. Have a go. I might bring you back together. What are, what are some of the words that you would use to describe 2020? Just you know, yell them out like you know we all know each other. Go. Zoom. Yep, good word. Yeah, zoom. Someone said long. Yeah, long. Busy. Yeah. Messy. Messy, Different. Yeah. Unexpected. Who's that? Refining. Refining. I thought you said funny. Yeah, there you go. No, no, no. There were moments, right? You know, yeah. Refining. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Challenge. Yeah. Yeah. There's lots of words, right, that come to mind, I think, when we think about what 2020 was like. Um, I've got down here hard, different, um, brutal at times, sad, unprecedented. Probably the most overused word. Um, exhausting and and weary. Weary, I think, is kind of maybe where I'm sitting at around this time. I was at a webinar. I'm not at. Well, I was at a webinar via Zoom um, the other day. Um, and uh, there were brothers and sisters in Christ there who were, were living and, and had been in Victoria for this whole year, um, and they shared their struggles and their heartaches of, you know, sort of four months of lockdown, four months of kind of no face-to-face kind of time with their brothers and sisters in Christ at church and just people in general. Um, 2020 has challenged us, hasn't it, in a myriad of ways um, I shared on Christmas Day, you know, relentless droughts, and then you know the the terrifying bushfires that sort of ravaged many parts of Australia. The fires were described by some as like apocalyptic, and even of biblical proportions. Um, you know, we've had this virus that's been sort of dogging us for you know so many months. It almost feels like forever. I was describing the day. I felt like this year's gone really quickly but also taken forever. Um, The virus has been around, I don't know, monotonous hand sanitising, you know, that's been part of our lives. Um, Social distancing, you know, even still applying today. Um, Mask wearing at times. Um, I'm not really good at wearing a mask. I'd been wearing a mask for about 10 minutes and I walked into a shop and just felt like I took it off and they said, are you over it already? And I said, yeah, I've had it for 10 minutes. Um, Zoom, so much. Zoom. I remember there were days earlier in the year, um, as I was pastoring people, I would have days where I was on Zoom for like seven hours. Maybe that's like not many for you. And then I'd wake up the next day going, I don't want to know Zoom at all today. Um, I was sort of Zoom overload. There's also been serious um, causes of weariness though, haven't there? Like isolation, um, anxiety, illness, um, facing our mortality in many ways. I think right at the beginning of the year when COVID-19 kind of crushed into the shores of Australia, I don't think we really knew exactly what we were in for. Um, and there was a sense of which we were perhaps confronting for, a, for the first time in a long time for many of us, our own mortality. 2020 has challenged us in a myriad of ways. We've considered the unknown impact of this potentially deadly virus on our family, friends and church. Uh, Many of our prayerfully made plans at the beginning of 2020 had to be cast aside. We've all experienced loss, the cancellation of significant events, the postponing of other events, the inability to travel or meet with friends and family, Uh, ministries kind of paused, some ministries cancelled, and for many, uh, particularly in Victoria and around the country, no singing Uh, to the Lord in whom we love. That's one of the blessings I think we can take out of this year is that we've been able to mainly, apart from when we're online, sing together. Um, Such a wonderful blessing and a massive thanks to our musicians across the year who've served us in that way. Um, 2020 will be remembered for a very long time. Um, I didn't bring it with me, but Adele gave me for Christmas, and we got a few of them and distributed them out, uh, a Christmas decoration for our tree next year. Um, a 2020 decoration, which was Santa Claus with 2020 on it with a whole lot of toilet paper kind of flying off the back of him as he flew through the air. That'll remind us. I mean, there's toilet paper, right? Well, um, one little anecdote was I walked into our cubby house at our house the other day to find a roll of toilet paper just strewn everywhere. And I was like, if this happened in March, you know, my children would be paying for that, right? No. No. But the most common reflection I hear, right, at the moment is, I can't wait for 2020 to be over. I'm hearing that a lot. And my immediate reaction to that, I can't wait for 2020 to be over, is, amen, amen, you know, like a washed out sporting match or a never-ending game of Monopoly, let's write the year off and let's start again. Anyone feel that? You know, like, let's just put a, you know, rub out 2020, stop there and we'll refresh start. But as Christians, right, we don't run away. Our faith and our Christian worldview centred on the, the person, the work, the death and the resurrection, the ascension and return of Jesus, our worldview enables us to live wisely in good times and enables us to live wisely and well in pandemic times. We have a theology of loss as followers of Jesus. Creation and the human experience are no longer very good and will not be new, transformed or renewed until Jesus returns in glory. The fall, when we turned our back on God way back at the beginning, rejected his loving rule for our lives and said, no, we've got this, we can sort it out, we're in control, that's the fall, that's sin. Sin constantly, the fall constantly impacts individuals and our creation. We're separated from God, we struggle with each other, at least I do, and we struggle with creation. The unfairness of life, the unfairness of frustration and loss, sickness and death, they are normal human experiences. And I think this year has kind of just amplified that. I think for a long time, our normal's been really good. But normal is life of frustration, loss, sickness, and death. That's actually normal. The joy and comfort of living in the overlap of the ages as Jesus has come, and yet he's coming again, with Jesus enthroned as Lord, death and sin defeated, doesn't mean that life in the present will be without loss, and we've all experienced that to greater and lesser extents this year. Simply working harder doesn't remove the possibility of loss. Too often, right, we buy into the secular myth that happiness is a human right and can be achieved fully in this life. But the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ kind of debunks that idea, debunks that lie, and enables Christians to live in the world where life is hard. The Apostle James right, wrote some remarkable words to God's people, scattered throughout the Roman Empire because they were under persecution, they were facing political drama. Um, have a look with me, it's on the screen. Consider it pure joy, James writes, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete not lacking anything the remarkable truth of what James says here is that there can be joy we can experience joy even in hard times the the context into which James writes is one of where God's people young Christians are being persecuted being challenged finding it really hard to, to live lives of full devotion to the Lord Jesus Christ these, the trials that, that James talks about here are probably political trials and economic trials and religious trials where probably not one, like three different trials, but all one sort of morphed and mushed together, where, they, where they're finding it really difficult to live as fully devoted, undivided followers of Jesus because of all that's going on around them. And yet James says into that context, whenever you face trials of many kinds, you can have joy because the trials you're facing, James says, are not, they're not wasted. What James is sharing with us here is not try, it's not self-help advice. James proclaims that God, the living God, grows persevering faith in hard times. In the midst of persecution, in the midst of pandemic, God grows his people to be more like his son, more dependent in prayer, reliant on every good word that comes from the mouth of God, causes us to seek first God's kingdom and his righteousness, and helps us ultimately see that in Jesus Christ, we lack nothing. I praise God before you this morning that God has grown many of us through 2020. We may not see all the fruit now, but I trust God that we will see fruit should more seasons of trial and hardship and things come in the future. To be honest with you, you know, earlier in the year, we were meeting over at the Presbyterian Church building and then COVID crashed into the Presbyterian Church. Not really, but, you know, like metaphorically. And we thought, hey, this is an opportunity to completely shake things up at church. I mean, why not make the most of a pandemic and the chaos? And so we shifted over here into the morning. There were moments, right, where I thought we're shifting from the Presbyterian Church, which is sort of just stone so over that way, over to here. I thought, come July 19, no one's going to come back. It'll just be me preaching to a bunch of seats. I mean, that was a stupid prayer to pray, really. It was a stupid thought. But I mean, God's grown us. And God's not just grown us in maturity, I think. God's grown us in diversity and in number. It's been really exciting. I praise God for that. Many of us have grown through 2020. So how do you finish a year like 2020 well? How do you finish a year like 2020 well? As tired as you are, as tired as I am, it's not the time to run away. Nor is it the time to let sort of 2020 just kind of fizzle out and sort of, you know, start the new Monopoly game. Um, here are three ideas to consider, um, three brief ideas to consider as we wrap up 2020. Number one, finish well by celebrating what matters. Anyone got plans for New Year's Eve to celebrate? Anyone got plans? I'm looking for a party. I've got no plans. I need a party. No. Celebrating. Celebration is thoroughly Christian. God is good. Amen? God is good. We know that objectively, and we know that God is good personally. I mean, we've heard it just this morning. God has been kind. He's been looking after us, providing for us in the most extraordinary ways. There is so much to give thanks for, so much to rejoice about as this hard year closes. Specifically, let's be men and women in Jesus who celebrate what matters, who celebrate people growing as genuine disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, I, again, I sort of thought, man, this is going to be a shaky year. We're going to limp through, but I see fruit in many people's lives, fruit of a greater love for the Lord's word, greater commitment to prayer. It's been really exciting. You can celebrate... New life in Jesus that we've seen actually across the country as people have engaged with online church and things like that. We can celebrate that God has grown us mainly to rely on Christ, think like Christ, and act like Christ. Let's celebrate what God has been doing this year. That's the first thing to do is this year wraps up. Secondly, finish well by reflecting on what God has taught you. Everyone is tired. Disruptive change has caused enormous kind of demands on us emotionally, psychologically, physically from all of us this year. I think it's tempting to, you know, we get to Christmas and we'll limp into New Year and then sort of switch off. But let's take time to reflect on what God has taught you this year. Take, carve some time out this coming week. I think we've learned so much about ourselves this year. Individually and as a church. Consider maybe over the next few days how you've responded to the uncertainty and to the change that's come about. Maybe it's good for you to reflect a bit. I'm trying trying to do this. Reflect on patterns that we sort of embraced in 2020 that we want to carry over into the next year. Maybe also think about patterns you embraced this year that you don't want to carry over into 2021. I've learned a fair bit about myself this year. I've, I've never prayed so much this year for people, for you guys. Um, one of the things that I think I'm known for in the streets of prospect is mumbling as I walk. Um, I mumble prayers, that's what I do. Um, particularly, well, not when I'm with my children, I'm usually chatting, chatting to them, but when I'm on my own I just mumble prayers and I'm often mumbling prayers for you. Um, you come to my mind and my heart and I, I mumble a prayer. People must think, what is that guy doing? We see him mumbling up and down Prospect Road a lot. Maybe he's answering his own questions. I don't know. Um, but I've prayed. I've prayed more this year than I perhaps ever have before. I've, I've learned to trust in God, rely on myself less. I've also learned that I'm really selfish. I've also learned that I'm really selfish. That I, When we sort of went on to, you know, like... Online church or onto Virch, which we kind of, you know, virtual church. Virch, you know, um, not as good as a real thing, but better than nothing. Um, you know, I realized that I, I kind of liked the fact that I didn't have to come to church each Sunday. I could just do church in my own time, I could look after me. I realized I was pretty selfish. But also, I've learned just how much I love meeting with God's people. I love singing songs of praise. God. So finish well by reflecting on what God has taught you in 2020. And thirdly and finally, finish well by looking forward. Finish well by looking forward. We all, I mean, we all hope, right, don't we? 2021. We all hope that 2021 will be a little easier than 2020. Fair enough. I think that'd be nice. I think it's a reasonable thing to ask the Lord. But you know what? A better 2021 is not the future that drives us as Christians. A better 2021 is not the future that that drives what we do here as a community of believers at City Light Church North Adelaide. As Christians, we look forward to the return of the Lord Jesus Christ, when he comes to be glorified in his holy people and marvelled at among all those who believed. He will judge the world with righteousness. He will give relief to his people ultimately, and he will initiate the new creation where there'll be no more pandemics, there'll be no more loss, there'll be no more pain, there'll be no more grief. We will be with the Lord and we will enjoy him forever. That's what we look forward to. You know, so here at City Light Church North Adelaide, we we lead stuff, we lead ministries we disciple younger people, we disciple older people, we teach the Bible every Sunday and during the week in our DGs, we organise socials, we gather on Sundays to sing and praise God, we make, at least I make dodgy videos during COVID with that day in mind. We don't look forward to a a year of gospel ministry and church life where our plans can happen, we look forward to the day when Christ Jesus will return in glory. That's what, that's what at least gets me out of bed. And as this hard year ends, remember how God has been at work in you. Remember how he's been kind to you. Remember how he's answered your prayers. Remember how he's held you by your hand when you've kind of wanted to run in the opposite direction and he's hung on to you, he's clung on to you. Why? Because he he loves you. He's died for you. And he's coming back for you and he's coming back for me. Paul writes to the church at Thessalonica, 2 Thessalonians 1 verse 11, with this in mind, we constantly pray for you that our God may make you worthy of his calling and that by his power he may bring to fruition your every desire for goodness and your every deed prompted by faith. As I close, I just want to thank you guys for your love and for your care of me and my family. Um, On Sunday mornings, you you see me, right, Simon Jackson, you know, Dodgy pair of jeans, dodgy t shirt, sometimes a buttoned up shirt, you know, which, if it's a special occasion, so clearly today's not a special occasion. But you see me, and I'm usually pretty chipper, you know, um, out the front with a coffee in hand. But I'm not always like that, and so I just wanted to publicly thank my wife Adele for putting up with me. Um, She sees, I mean, I think you see a fair bit of me, the vulnerable side of me, the That's the stuff. But she sees, like, more of me. And I want to say thanks to her, even though she's not in the room. I can speak about her. She's great, and she's supported me greatly. But thank you thank you for the privilege um, to be your pastor. And I do pray and hope that as 2021 does come, we can together work together, praise God together, reach out to our community together with that great day in mind when Jesus comes back and takes us all home where we can enjoy him and one another forever. How wonderful. Should we pray? Let's pray. Father, we thank you and praise you for all the good things you give us. Uh, Lord, thank you, Father, for the way that um, nothing is wasted in your economy. Uh, Father, we thank you that you are at work in the good times, in the successful times, in the joyful times. Thank you, Lord, that you're also at work, perhaps even more so, Lord, in the times where it's hard, where it's dark, where at least for us it's hard to see how you are for us and with us and and working in us. But we thank you, Father, again, that nothing's wasted in your economy. Thank you that, Lord, even years like the one we've had, unprecedented, uncertain, sad, exhausting, hard, you've been at work in us, growing us to be more like Jesus. And Lord, we do pray and ask that you would continue to do your good work in us. Keep surprising us, Lord. Keep us on our toes. And above all, by your Spirit, help us to keep trusting our Saviour, Jesus, who came for us, weak and unfaithful, broken and unstable, to redeem us, to rescue us, to renew us. Father, may we continue to love each other, serve each other and reach out to the community with the great day in mind when Jesus will come back to judge the living and the dead. May all that we do be zoomed in, shaped by that day. And this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Thank you for listening to audio from City Light Church, North Adelaide. We hope you found it helpful and we'd love for you to share this message with others. For more great content, more information about City Light Church or to donate to the work of City Light Church North Adelaide, visit us at citylight.church slash northadelaide.